girl, I just did that whole thing and my mic was turned off. Good morning. Anyway, welcome to I Told You So. This podcast is me basically using my Pisces moon to discuss things happening and lately I've been focused on the YouTube sphere. So I recently learned that I've been carrying around this Angelica Pickles energy my whole life. And after becoming embarrassed about it, I've decided instead just to really lean into it. And here we are. Now, do any of us need someone like me telling them so? No? Well, it doesn't matter because here I am. Each week is a homily that is my opinion and remarks on recent events because I think I know it all. I hate to say it, but I told you so. So if you're new here and wondering who gave me permission to speak on this, I'll tell you that no one did. No one authorized this. In fact, this is illegal. Please report this podcast to the police, the thought police. I'm doing this because I am, as I mentioned earlier, a know-it-all specifically an amateur know-it-all. If you want my credentials, listen to the first episode. So, I told you last episode that David Dobrik may never respond to Seth Francois' allegation, allegations, and that because of that, the people, the audiences, viewers would fill in the gaps of David's perspective on the issue. So since that last episode, David hasn't responded, but one of the other Vlog Squad members has. So let's pause here. If you don't know what a David Dobrik or a vlog or a squad is, I recommend you watch the videos that I've linked in the show notes, which give context to the situation. I'll talk more about the videos that I linked at the end of the episode. Okay, so if you're wondering why I care about this and I'm speaking about this uh, it's because I'm probably in some form or fashion mentally ill one of my best friends does know a bit about David but when I asked her about it she didn't say anything about this drama so all I know is that he just bought this giant mansion and that he has now three assistants it went from like natalie and then there was taylor and then there's this new indian girl i don't know her name and it's funny because jason scotty and i think it was jonah who all came with like a big check because they wanted to have like ownership a part of his mansion But other than that, he just posted a YouTube video after, like, a year of going dark. Oh, and Natalie and Todd are, like, official now, which is, I guess. Other than her, no one else in my life cares about this. I'm going to interview my husband. Hold on. If you're wondering why I only talk to my husband, it's because we're living in a pandemic. 
Do you know what's going on with David Dobrik? Uh, probably the same thing that's been going on uh, yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before and the day before that. Uh, and probably the same thing that will be going on tomorrow. Um, but honestly, I have no idea who David Dobrik is. Okay. Hey, Siri. Do you care about David Dobrik? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Do you think that David Dobrik? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? No, thanks. Okay. So now that you understand how little the people I love know or care about this particular issue, we can move on. Here's what happened, as told by me, Jasmine. So, building off of last week's episode, a new development has occurred. Vlog Squad member Scotty Sire uploaded and then deleted a video speaking directly to Seth's statements from a few weeks ago in which Seth alleged David Dobrik and Jason Nash sexually assaulted Seth. Scott and Jason and David are all part of the Vlog Squad. Seth also used to be part of the Vlog Squad. Scotty, in his video, insinuated that Seth's statements were lies. To bolster his points, he showed video clips of Seth being interviewed about the kissing pranks, and Seth was speaking approvingly in those interviews. He wasn't calling it traumatic or describing it as a sexual assault in those interviews that Scott showed in his video. Those videos appear to me to be filmed before the H3 interview Seth did this year. When I watched Scotty's video the first time, I walked away with the understanding that it was contrary to what Seth said. I walked away with the understanding that Seth was part of the process and he did consent to kissing videos. Scotty said something to the effect that Seth was in on it. That's what I remember. That's what I came away with after first watching the video. Later, I watched Def Noodle's recap, and then I went back to watch Scotty's video again. And while Scotty doesn't show footage of Seth agreeing, he says he remembers this. This is from a period of time when David was always at my house editing, and I very vividly remember when he was editing that clip, there was a clip in there of Seth agreeing and giving his permission to film this bit again. He was like, there's no way you're going to get it on me again. There's no way you're going to get me again. So go ahead, go for it. Now, Ela from H3 pointed out that they glossed over, Scotty glossed over the first kissing prank, which Seth said he didn't give consent to. Scott says of the second prank that David did get Seth's consent. He replays the same clip that David included in the video of the second kissing prank in which Seth is saying this. Seth accused David and Jason of sexual assault for a kissing prank that was done in 2017, which is so fucked up because he was part of the videos, he knows what we do, and then after the prank was finished, 
David asked him. Too long after that, I had an idea to pull the prank on him again. So I thought it would be fun to blatantly ask him for consent. Do I have permission to try to prank you again and get you to make out with Jason? I'm very confused by that because how the hell could you be so confident to tell me that I have to consent to something that I'm not going to know that I'm going to do? <laughs> Scotty doesn't show any footage of Seth saying that he gave David consent to do the kissing pranks, which is the main point of contention. Also... Seth calls it sexual assault. But Scotty recalls David had footage of Seth consenting to the second prank. If David did have consent from Seth for the second video, as Scott says he remembers that that footage existed, this still leaves a question, as Ela pointed out, about consent for the first video. According to Seth, Seth didn't give consent to both pranks. He says this of the first kissing prank. And then, um, you know, during the video, we kind of start the makeout, starts going, and then it's going on for a, a decent period of time. And after Jason pulls off his mask, and I realized that, you know, I just was touched by someone that, you know, I did not, you know, consent to having their their tongue and I'm sorry, it is a little bit hard to kind of like talk about this because like this situation, I, I know a lot of people because also I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a man coming out about something that's like a, a, a sexual battery, sexual assault type of situation. So it's, it's kind of hard to, to believe, um, you know, a person that that is, is um, you know, speaking about something like this. But basically, after you took off the mask, I was, um, you know, I, 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 it was, it was a split decision. I was like, it's one or two things like mm-hmm. you be instincts and be the angry black guy in the room and mm-hmm. yelling at everyone and get physical or whatever that might, that might entail. Or I can kind of just, you know, go along with it and, you know, maybe I'll have some new friends that, you know, will, will support me and, and, and my ventures, and he says this of the second kissing prank. Because he, they, they did a second video where they pretended to cast you in a beef jerky commercial. And then Jason comes out as a gorilla and makes out with you basically in the same style they did the first one. And so, and he says to you, I remember specifically, he says, do I have your consent to try to get Jason to make out with you again? And so tell me about how, how that video kind of played out and how you feel about that second video. Well, David was sitting there, and, and, and we are sitting almost for, like, 20 minutes, and he was talking to me about, he was like, yo, I want to do that prank again. I kept saying, like, no, no, I don't I don't want to have to go through that again. I don't want to deal with, you know, the repercussions of having all the people know, like, like that other video people are just starting to forget. I just want to keep it moving and not, you know, be involved in any sort of content like that anymore. And then David kind of keeps, like, come on, man, like, you know, like, what... What if, you know, how, how can I, how can I get you to, 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 you know, want to, oh, sorry about that. What, want to, um, you know, get, get your consent for this. And what people don't understand in that moment, I never gave him my consent. I said, yeah, I did notice that expecting to do something to me that I don't know that you're going to. That's all he included from you saying no. Yeah. And you said what? Because you're in your in your recounting of the story, you're saying you said, no, I don't want to do it. But then all he included was that clip of you saying, how do you expect yeah. 
do something to me that I don't know how you're going to do. And then after the cameras are off, because our reality isn't just four minutes and 20 seconds, I was telling him on, on the couch at the apartment, David, please don't do that again. So I watched Scotty's video again, and he says this referring to the second kissing prank. And then after the prank was finished, David asked him. Too long after that, I had an idea to pull the prank on him again. So I thought it would be fun to blatantly ask him for consent. Do I have permission to try to prank you again and get you to make out with Jason? I'm very confused by that because how the hell could you be so confident to tell me that I have to consent to something that I'm not going to know that I'm going to do? <laughs> David also said he thought up the ideas for both kissing pranks. They were David's ideas. I believe. So what you can't hear in that clip of the video of Seth saying, I don't know how you're going to force me to consent to what I don't know what you're going to do. So that video clip, according to David, was filmed five months before the second kissing prank. David puts five months ago in the lower third of that video. So here's what I'll tell you. When Scotty says... Some of David's vlogs happen just like in real time, you know, like and something will happen and he captures it on film. But most of these things are preconceived and everyone talks about like what bit is going to be filmed. So a lot of the things that Seth was in were his ideas. I'm not saying that these kissing pranks were his ideas, but he did give consent to them and he partook in them. He partook in several bits after and before the next ones and was totally fine with it. Like I'd, I'd never heard a word from him about being uncomfortable. It seems like Scott is saying Seth gave consent to both kissing pranks. But he says a lot of the things Seth was in was his ideas. Then he says, and here I'll emphasize, not saying these kissing pranks are his ideas, but he did give consent to them and he partook in several bits after and before the next ones and was totally fine with it. I never heard a word from him about him being uncomfortable. So what a mouthful of a paragraph. Let's sort of dissect, if you will. First, Scotty gives away some of David's secret sauce. We now know that a lot of the content that David films is planned. What a shocker. Oh my God, all the 13-year-olds are going to be like, what? No, that's totally real. That's how people act in real life. No, Scott just told you the truth. It's planned. Then Scott says he's not saying the kissing pranks are Seth's ideas. Okay, so Seth didn't think of the kissing prank. Then Scott said Seth did give consent. But because just because he puts those two sentences together, like one after the other, doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean that Seth gave consent to the kissing videos. He says. So a lot of the things that Seth was in were his ideas, I'm not saying that these kissing pranks were his ideas, but he did give consent to them and he partook in them. And, he... and then he says Seth participated in several bits after the kissing pranks. And he was totally fine with it. And Scott never heard from Seth about Seth being uncomfortable. Let's marinate a little on that. 
Seth says he didn't consent to these two kissing pranks. It can be true that Seth understands the nature of the group, that they're all messing around and pranking each other, but because you agree to one thing doesn't necessarily, in my opinion, mean that you agree to all things. Also, there are three people involved, and we've only heard directly from Seth. David hasn't said anything about whether Seth gave consent about the two kissing pranks. Jason hasn't said anything after... So when I'm saying they haven't said anything, I mean, I'm talking about how they haven't said anything after Seth came out with that H3 interview. So recently, within the last few weeks. And Jason, within the last few weeks, has not said anything about whether Seth consented to the two kissing prank videos. So of the three people who are central to this issue, viewers have heard from one person. All of this seems like it almost seems like I'm parsing words and like splitting hairs. But I'll say that people on both sides of the controversy have brought up the words lawsuit and they mentioned courts and they mentioned the law. And if this issue does end up in court, that's what I think the lawyers and the courts will do. Parse everyone's words and split all the hairs. Everyone's going to end up with split ends, bro. Like, don't say I didn't tell you so. Like, that's what courts do, I feel. They just like, okay, this is what's going on here. Here's all the context. But like, okay, let's, what does this mean? You know, they like focus on one thing. Not all the time. I'm just generalizing. I feel like the courts might focus on the, like, the word consent. Like the lawyers will hone in on words like sexual assault. And they'll look up how it's defined. So what is consent? When does it happen? When you, what have other courts said about consent? What does consent mean in videos? What does permission mean on YouTube? How do people give other people permission to be on videos? Videos last forever. Do you always have permission all the time? Does consent, does consent ever expire? Is this sexual assault? If sexual assault is defined in this way in this court, then does this definition fit for this purpose? And can they use that for this case? Your honor. You know what I mean? Um, so going back to Scotty's video, a notable thing that he shared was that Seth texted David after the second kissing prank. And Seth said he was down to do a third. David looked through his text messages and found one of Seth's numbers asking him to do the kissing prank a third time. Seth literally requested to do it a third time. Guys, this is a text from Seth from about two years ago. He goes, yo, bro, I was thinking about it. I'm down for another kissing sketch. I said, haha, what do you mean? He goes, lol, I don't really care as long as you clout me up. I'm not gay. Just don't care. And then he sends me this. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not really a big deal. I mean, it's the same shit. Just, I don't know more open-minded scotty's video which of this text message exchange appears to be supplied by david and shows that the those texts happened at least before may 2018 so that conversation happened at least still two years ago around about Seth's interview with H3H3 happened a few weeks ago. From my perspective, 
I think it's possible that someone can grapple with an experience for years. They might think about it for two, three, 18 years or forever. It's not unheard of for people to speak out years later, decades later, about something that happened to them and view it under a different light. So here we are. Some gaps have been filled by Scotty's video, but I almost feel like now I have more questions about that text exchange between Seth and David about a third kissing prank. Also, there are still gaps of information that only David and Jason can fill. Seth also gave H3 a statement, and here's what I will speculate. I think that Seth has been served with a cease and desist. This is pure speculation on my part, but I'm guessing that Seth was given a CND just based on the statement that H3 read. It doesn't mention David's name or sexual assault or kissing at all. Ethan Klein said Seth sent him the statement. Oh, I did want to read Seth's statement that he sent me. <laughs> Again, he was going to come on originally, but he... Well, here, I'll just read his statement. He said, and of course, he, he said he, this was meant for me to read on the air. Um, he said, hey, Ethan, I want you to know I dearly appreciate you covering my story. Unfortunately, I can no longer speak about this incident. I will still answer a couple of questions I know you might have. The audio clip. The audio clip and text that is surfacing the Internet is a manipulation to misrepresent my trauma and experiences. This audio further concludes I did not consent to those published videos. Right. I think he's referring. I actually don't know what he's referring to. To the audio bite that um, David plays where he says, like, I'm not I'm more open minded now. I I think he's saying, yeah, he says even in that clip, he says, I'm more open minded now, which I guess he's saying is evidence that he didn't consent to the previous two videos. That's what I understand. Right. And then he says, my allegations about accountability part two, that's what the claim that everyone's making about that he shared this nude photo of Aaron. Mm. It was he used it in this video accountability part two. He said, in this day and age, it's unfortunate people are still using pornographic videos to get revenge. I have not promoted nudity, but only highlighted a peer confidently saying this slanderous derogatory term, the N-word. Additionally, in my accountability two video, I reposted other public clips of my peers as a tool to show people what behaviors are not okay. So he claims he never shared the, the nude photo. So what's clear to me is that everyone on all sides of the argument are hurt. Also, if you could just indulge me with this footnote, please. Scotty mentions that the vlog squad doesn't respond to controversy um, because it gives that like the person who made the controversial statements a platform. I thought that was really interesting that that was the first reason Scotty mentions. It makes sense to me, but somehow it doesn't jive with me it doesn't feel right i don't know maybe it's because in the same video scotty admonishes h3 for giving a platform to big nick and seth to air their views i'm not too sure i have to think more about why this feels a little bit incongruous to me if this was scotty's motion to dismiss i think it falters in some ways but also brings up interesting points it's just too bad that He isn't a party in this case. And frankly, it's not even against the rules for him to speak out because this is the court of public opinion and there are no rules in the court of public opinion. 
So after reflecting on the statements of Seth and the statements of Scotty, who spoke on behalf of David and Jason, and I didn't even talk about Trisha, who made two videos about Scotty's video. After thinking with my little homo sapien brain on all of that, I am reminded of something Maya Angelou said. She said, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. In this case, we can't forget what was said or what was done because many things are recorded in video and text messages. I suspect the people involved don't feel good right now. I was reading the comments on Scott's video before he deleted it, and the comments are brutal. I imagine some of those comments were directed at me and my stomach sank. When I read through David Dobrik's subreddit, I imagine the things said about Seth was said about me, and I didn't feel good. I felt like shit. That feels like shit. And in fact, my feelings, my feelings don't matter in all of this, actually, though. I imagine the highs of internet stardom are exhilarating and the lows are devastating. You live and die by the audience's sword. So back to the whole Vlog Squad David mess. For us viewers, we'll watch and see what unfolds with the whole situation. There will be more said. You can count on it because I told you so. Listener, I just want you to know I put this episode together with the intention of entertaining. I sprinkled in some jokes. I'm not a real lawyer. I'm not a courtroom, although I am built like one. I'm not a judge. I'm not even a member of the Vogue Squad. But I hoped you laughed a little while listening or at least cracked a smile. So I'll leave links in the show notes of YouTubers who can provide context to the situation in case you want a deep dive. They are long videos, so it is an investment of your time. One video I had issues with, but is otherwise good, I think, was a video by Haley Elizabeth. She does a good job of providing backstory to the vlog squad and David Dobrik. The only thing I noticed that she was she mixed up was the kissing prank timelines regarding Seth. The way she retells it made it seem like the old man kissing prank happened after the gorilla kissing prank, which doesn't make sense now, but it will all make sense when you watch it, hopefully. Do you want more fun podcasts? Check out hashtag LadyPodSquad on your social medias and listen to podcasts by the best women on the internet.